Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of Hooks, Lines, and Hip Hop. I'm Hakeem. Jacob. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Today, we're going to be talking about the Grammys, pretty much. Yeah, the Grammys, uh, Soldier Boy's influence a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Melly for a little bit here at the beginning. Uh, not really too much to say about that. Um, but before we jump into that, let's do our uh, What You Know segment. This is a segment where we just tell you a useless fact that you have no need to know. And it's not usually, uh, well, mine's not hip-hop related today. No, mine, I think my last one was on Pulp Fiction. <laughs> so, uh, oh, my useless fact is, uh, did you know that the only uh, president to not uh, spend his term in the White House was George Washington? Because he was watching Trump. to be built. Trump is there. Trump is there. No, Trump's in uh, West Palm Beach. I'm going back to T-Towers. Make sure it's gold, baby. Thank you, Donald. Mine is, did you know that Shakespeare invented the word assassination and bump? Because he's a pervert. Ass. Maybe. Shout out to Shakespeare. Probably wouldn't have hip-hop with no Shakespeare. That's right. All right, so now you have two useless facts that you could tell your friends if you have friends. If you don't have friends, just tweet us some useless facts for us to tell you. Yeah, please do, at HLHPO. All right, uh, let's talk about uh, Melly just a little bit. Uh, that kind of took me by surprise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Two for, two, he was uh, char- arrested for two counts of first-degree murder. Yes. Which um, is uh, kind of... Did you see his mugshot? Yes, he looked it's evil. It's terrifying. Which, to be fair, his last name is Demons. Oh, man, that was Amazon Alexa talking. Alexa, the robots are about to, uh, about to take over. My iPhone is doing this thing now where it's starting to listen to me randomly, and it actually is like going off like in class and at work, and it's a, a little scary. If you've seen iRobot, it's about to happen. I can't wait. But anyway, uh, YNM Melly's real name, his last name is Demons, so that may uh, oh my contribute to his mugshot. He looked like he was happy that he did it. Yeah, I, allegedly. I don't know. I, I think he's... Uh, maybe, maybe he did that on purpose, because in a weird way... He knows that like that would go viral. Yeah, but to be so to give you some circumstances, he's he, only uh, nineteen. Yeah, he's nineteen years old. I didn't know that. First of all, I didn't either. Um, apparently he he shot two of his close friends, and then him and another friend tried to stage it as a drive-by. Oh my god! Congratulations, you played yourself. I mean, shout out to the new soundboard. Yeah, we got a soundboard now. We're legit. Um. Okay, first of all, you live in South Florida. Take them dudes to a swamp, let the alligators eat them. I don't, I don't even want to think about that. That's just, that's horrible either way. The yes. fact that, did they die? Did yes. They, they did die. Yeah, well, I mean, he, yeah, he got charged for two counts of first degree murder. God. So his real name is Jamel Demons. Um, Jamel Demons. Yes, when I was doing some research so we'd have some facts, um, he said he was upset about it, and he said, and apparently a close. I guess acquaintance of him said that he was very upset and quote those are his best friends that he that he shot that and he killed, shot. allegedly. I want to. I mean, there's not much more to say about that other than the fact. When are these people going to learn? And by these people, I mean young rappers. Six nine, I think, is snitching on everybody. Hey, <laughs> did you hear Maybe. about? Um, uh, not not to go off, but another person that I know got arrested recently was. Um, 
little baby. Yes. But he kind of got out fairly quickly. Yeah, it was driving uh, reckless supposedly. Yeah. I, I don't what it probably was. A lot of times reckless driving charges are like pled down from like DUI or DWI. I don't know if that was the case. I didn't really look into that too right. much. Right. Um but yeah, one of the one of these young rappers is going to learn you give somebody that young that much money and a Kanye feature, and that's what happened. That I do want to talk about one of the articles I found when I was l- looking up some facts about this. People.com, fuckers, said, uh, <laughs> guess who collaborated with... Where's the... Where's the what, like a murderer? This said... Uh, oh, I don't know. I think I threw the paper away. But it essentially was talking about, you'll never guess who Kanye collaborated with again. Which, to be fair arguing for them Kanye did collaborate with 6ix9ine and he has pretty serious charges he after X's death Kanye proclaimed how much he liked X and obviously X had a troubled past um and now Melly so I guess he's got a uh a way of seeking out controversy like he has for his whole career yeah I think also it's it's just natural for older artists uh, to collaborate with younger artists, especially somebody like Kanye, who you know is always boundary pushing and is always looking for the next wave, uh, it's just unfortunate that a lot of these guys are coming in with a lot of potential. Um, a, a big single under his belt, a lyrical lemonade video, and then he kind of gets caught up in this and yeah, so waste years and years of his yeah. Life. So we'll see. He posted on Instagram saying there's a lot of lies and rumors going around, but. I'm not arguing for police because obviously there's a lot of issues in the the justice system. But police officers don't just arrest you for first degree murder because of a rumor. No, no. no. That's when you get charged for first degree murder, which is the hardest that's intent to prove. Right? Yeah, that's premeditated with malice, mm. and they say uh, which is pre they say premeditated in a like cool frame of mind. So he didn't do it like it wasn't a crime of it passion. Was emotional, yeah. right? Which if he did just shoot him. Off a whim, or and then drove off it'll, or something. It'll end up being pled down to second or third. But regardless, cops don't come and arrest you for first degree murder on a rumor. Also, that uh, I think, like, if if I were a lawyer, I would just like bring in his mugshot and point at the jury and go, "I rest my case." Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, Melly, you done messed up, A.A. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I I hope he, you know, I hope justice is served. I don't want to say free him or anything. Yeah, not yet. Maybe maybe we'll hear some. But free Twenty One Savage, right? Because we do not. <laughs> we do have. We haven't talked about this since we have. He's been out on bond. For a while. So thank that, God, dude. He was thank being you, held. Jay-Z. He was being held in apparently one of the wars. Like the UN said that it violated human rights. Yeah, what it was is I read about it. It was pretty much like a. Supermax facility. Now, I don't know if he he was held alone, but it was 23 hours in, one hour out, meaning you have 23 hours yeah. alone in a cell, one hour of outdoors time. That's horrible. Yes. I mean, for anybody. That, that's, that's, for, that's where they sent El Chapo this week. Wow. Is to, not to that facility, but to a right. facility where you have 23 hours in, one hour out. Right. I, I mean, 21 Savage has been caught up in violence, but I wouldn't call 21 Savage a violent offender. Especially not in the past, like few years as right. far as I'm as far as I know. And then um is there anybody is there anybody else that we're missing? Anybody no. else we need to hit? Not there's just far a lot of news legal, just kind of legal problems, not really. Yeah. Uh shout out to Juice World, he released a new song. 
Um, it's a great Valentine's Day banger. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody who's listening, even though this won't be released on Valentine's Day. It may. We'll see what time we finish up. I hope. We love you guys. You know, if you don't have a Valentine, you know, shout out shout out to all the single ones. Shout out to everybody hey, who's married, etc. If you don't have a Valentine, that means you're saving money. <laughs> You're probably gonna go to bed early and feel refreshed tomorrow. Not have sore hips or nothing. From Meanwhile, the, we're gonna have the sex. magic. Yes, there's incense going. It's kind of dark in here. <laughs> in the new hooks, lines, and hip hop studio. Super romantic. Yes, uh, we got candles burning. Uh, oils in the microwave. Let's hit that. It's about time. It's That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna have so much fun with that thing. All right, uh, let's let's jump right into talking about the Grammys, mm-hmm. um, hosted by the beautiful, talented Alicia Keys. Um, I t- I sent you a picture. Uh, the first performance of the night was yes. Havana, Camilla Cabello, and Young Thug, and I sent Hakeem a snap or a text saying uh, Young Thug looked like a whole snack. <laughs> Before we get speaking of legal problems, did you hear that Young Thug got arrested or put in handcuffs For hours before the Grammys? He got arrested. They got stopped on a traffic stop. Uh huh. Typical of. Sure. Yeah, that's how it always starts. Sure. They found a gun in the car and they sorted it out. It wasn't Young Thugs. It wasn't some of the people that were with him. So they arrested the people whose it was and they let the rest of them go. But talk about a flex being in handcuffs three hours before performing at the Grammys. Then goes straight to it. And he looked fucking fly too. He came out with these like skin tight black jeans on with these like diamond crusted (laughs) cowboy boots. You said he kinda he left kind of abruptly though. Yes, he did his his little (laughs) that oh whatever that I the it's a good verse, but yeah. It's pop. But he did his little verse and he dipped. Um he did congratulations to him for winning a Grammy for This Is America, even though it was bullshit little singing at the end. Oh, I forgot he was. Yeah, mad. so Young Thug is a Grammy winner. That's awesome. In future, That's still cool. Yeah, shout out Future too. I love all of them, especially. I mean, I don't know, man. I'm kind of growing. I'm. I haven't really gone back to the Future album, but I will say it's not the worst thing he put out recently. No. But the Grammys was pretty pretty crazy. It started off with a bang. Obviously, Havana's a big song sure. on the radio. Uh, Alicia Keys. It introduced what, who she called is My Sisters. It was Lady Gaga, Jada Pinkett Smith, Michelle Obama, and Jennifer Lopez. And whenever, when, like, when Gaga started talking and Jennifer Lopez, people cheered. But Michelle Obama could have said like the worst thing ever, and people would. It, it was wow. so loud. I didn't hear the crowd cheer louder than anything except for when Michelle Obama talked. So that was pretty cool to see her. Shout out to Michelle. I think it's. Uh, I think I would have. As much as I enjoy Alicia Keys, I think I would have rather seen Kevin Hart. Well, that was for the Oscars. Oh, that was for the Oscars. Yeah. No, he wasn't going to do the Grammys. No, no, we don't man. want Kevin Hart at the Grammys. It'd be funny. Yeah, but it's <laughs> like the Oscars, the Emmys, those are like, even the ESPYs are sort of like jokingly. Right. And they, it's based off of jokes but as far Grammys as. The Grammys are like top right. notch. Alicia Keys had one of the best performances I've ever seen from her. She played two pianos at one time. Uh, it was pretty wild, and she did a mashup of like Kings of Leon, a bunch of these uh, different she's songs. She's so damn beautiful and talented. Preach. She's awesome. She's she did. Uh, you remember the the controversy with Jaquise, uh doing the boot up song, right? And there was everybody was outraged about it. Well, there was a meme because Alicia Keys worked that into her little mashup while she was playing the piano, 
in LMA looked like so happy that Alicia Keys was singing her song and they put the picture up of her face when she heard Alicia Keys singing her song and the face she, of her when she heard Jaquees <laughs> singing her song and it was uh, night and day difference. Yeah, I'm sure. If she ended her little mashup, the whole video is about six minutes long. It's incredible, but she finished with her verse from uh, Empire State of Mind. Oh, incredible. Yeah. That's awesome. That's still a great song. Yes. Still one of the best pop songs. I remember when the radio was playing that nonstop, and that was one of the few songs I never got mad at hearing over and over again. Really did not. No. Bother me. One bit. Legend. Before we get into uh, who won what, I want to talk about Jennifer Lopez a little bit. Did you see her tribute to Motown? No. Was she First dancing? question. Yes, and the dancing was all right, but what... What race of people or what group of people do you think of when you hear Motown? Mostly like black artists. Yeah, African Americans. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez, probably not the best face to lead Motown. But I can't remember. Wasn't she signed by them at one point? She was like a backup dancer for a while. That's why I asked if she had danced. But here's the thing. Right. They did a whole tribute to Diana Ross for her birthday. Right. At the Grammys. Her birthday's not till March. I was listening, I heard uh, Ebro talk about it a little, and even Charlemagne. There were a few people that were at the Grammys that got little rumors saying that Diana Ross said that she did not want to be a part of the Motown tribute because uh-huh. Jennifer Lopez was leading it. Okay. I mean, I agree. I think it probably should have been a black artist. It, 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 not even so much that. It was just kind of, I don't want to say classless, but when you think of Motown, like they were all wearing suits. It was weird. It was weird. But everybody back then was wearing suits. You think of Motown and you think like just classy Class. music. Yeah. And they made it more modern. I don't know. Tabitha was watching it with me and she didn't really care for it. Yeah, sure. I sure. didn't really care for it. When I heard Jennifer Lopez was going to be performing, I, I thought to myself, who is that for? Yeah. I don't know. Why is A-Rod sitting front row at the Grammys? With all due respect, I think this is one of the times where the PC culture kind of gets a little out of control. We have to have, like, all women doing this, and we have to have this race of woman and this race of woman. And they thought, well, you know, J-Lo's not black, not black, but she's also not white, so maybe she could get away with it. You no, know? Well, I wasn't even so mad at the whole race thing. But, I mean, you have a legend in Diana Ross that could have led the whole Motown thing Yeah. on her own. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it in Smokey Robinson was there. Smokey Robinson should. He performed. He did perform for that. But what I'm saying is, you could have had, you could have done a real tribute like to Motown and kept it within the box of Motown. There's some music that would have been cool if Jamie Foxx even went up there. Exactly. That would have been awesome. Because he's a modern artist. He's obviously a fantastic actor. He played Ray. Yeah, he's 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 got the voice. Obviously, his he could have done a fantastic job. I'm not saying J Lo did a bad job. It was just too much dancing, too modern. Right. Just it didn't meet the style of what you typically think of when you think of Motown. It's a little tone deaf. That's what it sounds like. So let's get into some winners. Um, Start off with the big one. Who won the Grammys? First off, who what? Who won the Grammys? Like just overall, who won in your opinion? Oh, you mean just like an artist? Yeah. Uh, Childish Gambino. Yeah. Like Bob Donald Landslide. killed it, and he wasn't even there. Yeah. What a what a little sneak diss. Because. <laughs> I have a feeling he does not really care too much about the Grammys. I feel like he could he could probably he's one of the few artists that I think could win awards in the Emmys, the Oscars, and the Grammys. Right. So, so the only person I think to have done that or here recently is John Legend. He got the Emmy 
It's called the EGOT, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Yeah. So he has all four, which is, that's a pretty big feat. Donald Glover's next. Yeah. He's gonna, he's, he's definitely in that class. Apparently they're writing, he's writing the new season for Atlanta right now. Rumored to not really be able to see that till 2020. I don't know how most people feel about that. To me, yeah, I'm sad. I mean, you're sad because you don't get to see it. Yeah. But obviously with Donald's music, it's always sort of been, He's, he's a perfectionist, so you're not going to get the typical one album a year or an album every year and a half. He's so like a three-year. getting an three album year. instead? I don't think so. I don't know. So uh, let's just read off some of the things he won. He won Record of the Year, and this is all for This Is America. We already sort of referenced that a little with Young Thug winning a Grammy. It's amazing he didn't that. get anything for Redbone, though. Well, I guess that was 2017. Yeah, and... This is America had a good video with it too. It wasn't because it was the whole honestly of it. the the song really didn't have too much content. Right. It's the this is America. being paired with the video. That's the video is what gives the song a leg to stand on. Not to say that the song's not good, right. but there's not a lot of political content really in the song. It's more so in the video. I have a controversial opinion. What's that? It's very controversial. I people are gonna get upset. That's fine. I think if this is... Okay, I'm going to say it. I think Rockstar could have won this category. Yes. I really genuinely believe that. I think Rockstar could have won this category and we wouldn't have been like... Do you want to know why it didn't? Why? 21? Because somebody... There was a a composer, a producer... Hit that phone. That, uh... It's a knife. It's a knife. It's a knife. There was a producer that shouted him out, but it wasn't televised because obviously the Grammys goes for hours, right? And they don't televise every winner. But you think they really would have had Post Malone come up there and or somebody accept that free twenty one? Yeah, they're going to start saying free twenty, and they don't want any extra controversy. Speaking of that, Post Malone's performance was fantastic. He started out just playing guitar, singing acoustic, no auto tune, nothing. Did he do like Fall Apart? No, I it, I don't know. I'm not a big Red Hot Chili Peppers fan, but that's who he performed with. You know, oh, the Grammys okay. does those little mashups. Right. So I don't know if it was a Red Hot Chili Peppers song or a unreleased song, but he sang acoustic just with a guitar. He got up. Um, I think he did the verse. It may have been to Rockstar. I don't remember. He did a little like rapping verses. He walked through this tunnel and then got up on stage with the Red Hot Chili Peppers so cool. and then performed a song of Red Hot Chili Peppers with them. Which was pretty cool. I think it shows people that aren't fans of hip-hop how good of a voice Post Malone really has. Sure. Because a lot of people do give him shit for only using autotune when he doesn't really need it. That's just what he likes to make. I'm not saying he doesn't need it because I have heard him live before. And I'm, he's still, you're right, he's, he's got a good voice. Definitely above average. But, you know, he's not at the level of a... Uh, like an Alicia Keys or no. a John Legend. But to be fair, at his concerts... The they're performances good. I've seen, they're good. I don't. I've heard. I've seen his, and I've heard him that his concerts in person are shit. Really? Because the dude's drunk. Twenty four. <laughs> when have you not seen him with a Bud Light in his hand? I don't know. Not. Re- I haven't seen him much recently. But you're right. I mean, he drinks a lot. But the Grammys performance was awesome, probably because he had to be sedated a little bit and say, "Hey, you need yeah. to calm down." Same thing with Travis. I'm thinking to myself, "How in the world is Travis sitting out here in this this crowd being quiet?" Because you know he's. He's usually on one. 
I think Travis needs to be a little bit more fucked up because the Super Bowl performance was... Uh, well, meh. you had a good point to the Super Bowl performance. He doesn't really have full control of his no. sound. Chase B, his DJ, is not running the sound for him. Right. Same thing with the Grammys. His performance was... It was all right. It, there was a lot of visuals with the performance, but it wasn't... Travis I've seen just, Travis live, and it really wasn't He really needs to, to be in control of his show. Um, and I think that's why he comes off as such a... Con- <laughs> he comes off as such a control freak. Is because of the fact that he um, he really knows that his sound is very you know the auto tune needs to be right in the mic if it's live and the he needs his DJ you know somebody who's worked with him in the past because any small difference and it could be like that doesn't sound as good you know right. uh, that's that's you live and die by the auto tune kind of and he's an example of one of those artists yep I, and I I mean. Like I said, I've seen him live, and the the Super Bowl performance and the Grammy performance was not up to the level that I was at when I was at the Travis concert. And to preface, I was completely sober at the Travis concert, so there was nothing construing my idea of how well he sounded. But let's go over what what Donald Glover won. He won Record of the Year. He won Song of the Year. Let's see here. There was a few more, I believe. Uh, Where are we at? He won Best Music Video. That, um, that for sure. That, yeah, that's a definite that. winner. For sure. Um, so, congratulations to him. Best Rap Song Performance. This is America. So, I guess he did a little bit of singing and the little uh, yeah, young yeah, thug yeah, moanings yeah, at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, if we're going to talk about who was the runner-up as far as winner for the Grammys. Drake. Drake? Drake? <laughs> Drake? Come on. You don't think so? Well, how many did he win? He did won he one. Ju- oh, he only won? Yeah. Okay, I thought he won, had one more for some reason. No, he won one, and it was for God's Plan, Best Rap Song, which Rockstar could have won that one too, but I think this may have been the Grammys effort in ending a little Grammys feud with Drake. A common example of where the music video probably did more than the song could have. Not Well, the song was a, a powerhouse, by the way. It stayed on number one for about 14 weeks straight, I think. Um, in the Billboard Hot 100, so I'm not saying that, but um, the video definitely propelled that song to this sentimental uh, place. Right. It wouldn't have been otherwise, you know. Handing and, out the money, I cried. I, uh, that that video made me cry, everybody. I'm not a big, like, Drake fan as far as, like, his, him and his persona. Like, his music obviously can stand alone. He's, sure. he's a good artist, but I just don't, I don't feel like I would enjoy him as a person if I knew him. But I will say he was pretty real with his performance. He told everybody, hey, just this Grammy doesn't really mean anything. He said, if you have people out there singing your songs, tweeting your lyrics, he said, you're a winner. He's, and so it, that was as real, I think, as we've ever really seen Drake. He was pretty open. And he talked about, it was kind of like a, a slight to the Grammy saying, hey, this really doesn't mean shit, but thanks for yeah. finally giving me some credit. Because there have been some snubs by Drake. And last year, he didn't even go. The thing that. The past few years, he hasn't gone. <clears throat> I don't know if he got any nominations for uh, for if you're reading this or um, what was the other album? Uh, nothing was the nothing same. Was the, nothing was the same for sure. He could have won a. Oh yeah, Oscar and take care. Like. He did win one. Yeah, he did. But, but everybody then, that says that it. that's weekend's Grammy. Well, to be fair, it sort of is. Right. I mean, so this was it was cool that he won one for you know relatively his own. Right. You know what I mean. So if we're gonna talk about runner-ups to the Grammys. Um, we've got to mention Lady Gaga. Um, yes. 
when I was kind of just like discovering what kind of music I like listen to, I, I used to hate Lady Gaga, and mainly because she was weird. But let's flip that and look at it from a hip-hop standpoint. People that are not fans of hip-hop look at Andre 3000 in that time the same way. The man came out wearing dresses. His style was very weird. He was very outspoken about what he believed in. And Lady Gaga is the same. I don't want to bring it to a race conversation, but Lady Gaga is white people's Beyonce. She's gay people's Beyonce. True. She's gay people's Beyonce. She... She, uh, I would say she's kind of transcends even race a little bit more, uh, because Beyonce kind of does the same thing. Where I do understand that predominantly uh, black women kind of prop Beyonce up to that level that she's at. However, she's also kind of popular with the gay community, you know. Um, and once you, that weirdness was really uh, imperative to her becoming as big as she is. However, now I would say she's kind of toned that down. She's become yeah. more of, I think, of an artist as far as music is concerned. Than... And she did that movie with Bradley Cooper. Yes, and she won a Grammy for that. Yeah. Bradley Cooper won a Grammy for that, which is awesome. He couldn't be there. I was really hoping he'd make a performance because Bradley Cooper's one of my favorite actors, yeah. at least modern actors. So she won a Best Pop Duo group performance for the song Shallow that she did with Bradley Cooper for A Star Is Born, which I haven't seen that, but apparently it tackles a lot of heard... mental health issues. Yeah. Um, and she shouted that out at the Grammys, and I was really waiting on them to start like playing her off. You know, they play the music if you talk too long, and they let her go for a good three, four minutes talking, and she just ended her thing. That's cool. But the other one that she won was Best Pop Solo Performance for her song, Joanne. I don't know if you know anything about that. Joanne was one of her good friends that passed away, I think, last year, and she wrote a lot of the songs on that last album. I watched some of her Netflix documentary. Yes, she does a lot in the community. Yeah. I think a lot of people, like, we're talking about kind of view her as weird. Um, Funny little fact, I was at... um, Quaker Steak. I don't know if there's those outside of like the South, uh, but it's a it's just like a kind of like a Hooters but without the the, the misogyny. Boots. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a wing and bar, wing place and bar. So anyway, I was there to watch the Super Bowl. The, I think it was I guess two years ago when she jumped out of the building and jumped into the arena. Right. And these two old people were sitting next to us, and they were like, "Wow, she is such a slut." And I wanted to be like, you know, I I, I didn't want to get into it. Because the, the the girl that I was there with would have probably been upset that I was causing <laughs> problems with the old folks. But she does get a bad rap. Um, she does a lot with her for the community in New York. Um, she seems to be a genuine person. I think the death of her friend really sort of made her a little bit more relatable because these superstars, you don't really see them talk about their social life as much. You don't really see Beyonce talking about what she does in her free time. Mm-hmm. You got... Lady Gaga is a worldwide superstar. She's not just popular in America. Right. So it's cool to see in her documentary she was showing like how she was giving away stuff just to homeless people on the streets, helping in soup kitchens. She really does do a good job with giving back to the community. Absolutely. Shout out to her. I uh, I've always been a fan. She's always had certain songs that I've just enjoyed. Uh, she had that art pop album that I actually thought was really good. Uh, some something about her has always been very compelling, and despite you know she comes out wearing a meat dress at the MTV Movie Awards, and that was controversial at the time. So she was always really good at keeping her name in the spotlight, and now she's showing that it wasn't just a controversy. Could uh, it kind of validated her career? Do you think some of the like new age rappers may have taken cues from her in far as far as weird fashion because? 
really there weren't people, I mean, aside from Andre 3000, who was right. a, a rarity at the time as far as dressing outlandishly. Mm-hmm. Now you have all these, I don't want to say colorful in a weird, like don't take that the wrong way, but we have all these colorful artists like 6 9 Trippy Red, Red, who are doing like all these weird things as far as fashion. Like I still Uzi. think Lil Wayne, I still think Lil Wayne was doing that before. Um, and around the same time as Lady Gaga because yeah. you know he was coming out in the jeggings he was wearing the zebras the zebra striped pants he was always just doing crazy things and uh, I would say I would say he was doing that I would say who else mm. Lil Wayne I mean, really also too it's a way I to know. get noticed like True. all these niche trap SoundCloud rappers have these things that uh, me and you and uh, Mikel were talking about that that rapper Bexy from the UK right. who has one half of his head shaved or sh- dyed white the other side dyed black and then he just shaved his head right down the middle right. so some of these people are kind of like you almost need a gimmick there's a Jamaican artist who tattooed his eyes um, black yeah so I mean, you do anything to get noticed, right? It's it's sort of it's kind of true. You these rappers that are just blowing up out of nowhere, sort of do have a gimmick. Sure, a lot of them. Uh, let's go over a few notable winners, uh, not just hip hop related, but um, just overall. I think in, in our our opinion, good artists. Beck won another Grammy. Seems like he's winning a Grammy every year. I I. I feel like there's some sort of politics there. I've never listened to a Beck album. Don't know anybody who's listened to a Beck album. He can somewhat rap. I don't know if you know that. There's a song called Loser by Beck. Mm -hmm. Fantastic song. Um, The... What was that for? I don't know. The thought of that Beck is rapping. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty pretty wild. Um, Best R&B performance uh, was best part... Uh, it was her f- featuring Daniel. Is it Caesar or Daniel okay. Caesar? That's what I've heard. Or Cesar. Yeah, I've heard people <laughs> pronounce it that way too. Caesar. That those people that say Cesar probably say scenario. <laughs> yeah. Uh, best R and B album. Her. Um, she performed. She did a really good job. Sure. Uh, she's a good artist. Best rap performance apparently tied. tied I don't yeah. know if this is a King's Dead and Bubblin by Anderson Pack. Which out of those two, Anderson Pack's Bubblin should blow King's Dead out of the fucking water. So I don't know what the hell well, the rap the Grams are thinking. In my opinion, Bubblin is the superior song, and that's in my opinion. No, but no, if, in everybody's opinion, in everybody's opinion. But, but Grammy's picks are safe. They're gonna go with Black but Panther. Kings that is not safe. Okay, okay. Yeah, what I'm saying right. is they don't want to piss off Black America, and I'm not saying that. And I don't. I don't mean that in any right. way. I'm just saying the Grammys do safe picks the same way. You didn't see Twenty One Savage get noticed for anything because they didn't want anybody bringing up the controversy surrounding that. Yeah, it's always been that way. Yeah. Um, but Bubbling should have won that one. I don't. I really don't think it should have been a tie. It's not like they didn't win in other categories. Right. And to speak to that. Now that hip-hop is the most consumed music genre in America, mm-hmm. do you remember when uh, Kendrick lost to Taylor Swift for Good yeah. Kid, Mad City? Yeah. That would or not or he lost now. to Macklemore for Good Kid, Mad City, I think. Right. Yeah. That would not happen now. The heist. And he wouldn't have lost to Taylor Swift now because, I, because of how here's, accepted Here's why the heist would still win. Here's why I think the heist would still win. Because of uh, Same Love? Yes. You, you have, that's, that's true. That's there's really of, the only reason why I think that King that that could be good kid Mad City. Even there's now. a lot of like powerful groups that the I think the Grammys takes into consider into consideration because they don't want to piss a large amount of people off. And to be less cynical about it, I mean let's let's just let's just say 
the Grammys is obviously it's a cultural phenomenon. They are they are the music that wins should be boundary pushing, and at the time, same love. I, well, I would say it's it's not so shocking now. Uh, at the time, it was it was a bit of a a different content. It's different kind of content for a rap song to tackle, so that's why I think Macklemore deserved maybe best song of the year, maybe not yeah, album. No, nah, it year. was not album of the year. But I can a see rap, why I don't he was, it was in album the of the year, or rap album of the year. But I think it was album of the year. Regardless, they do what is going to please. They're utilitarian. They're going to do what pleases the most amount of people. Yeah, they're. I I will say though, it was not easy to come out with that song at the time and. And shout out to Macklemore because he's not doing anything now anyways. And I think, like, like we talked about, rap being the biggest consumed genre in America at, at the time, I think that plays a little bit now that hip-hop hip-hop's getting a little more recognition at the Grammys. I think Chance the Rapper was essential to that because he got Coloring Book nominated for Grammys and won a Grammy because it off, all off a petition. Sure. And I think when they started seeing that, like, wow, there are a lot of people that are displeased with our picks, and there's a lot of hip-hop fans that watch the Grammys and expect more from our picks. Hip-hop has permeated into white America now, and it's now a pop genre, so the Grammys can no longer ignore it. Otherwise, they fear becoming irrelevant. Um, so, best album of the year, or uh, best rap album of the year. It. Okay, best rap album, because I was talking, I was looking at best album of the year, and the country album won. I knew this was going to, I knew this was going to win. Invasion of Privacy, Cardi B. I, I like Cardi B. I think she's entertaining. Do I think she's a good artist? No. But I think she's entertaining. Best rap album of the year for, who were, who else was in the running? Do you know um, Swimming, Mac Miller. Um, the one that should have won was Daytona, and I will, I do, I will give Cardi B some credit. I don't think she's she's a smart woman. She has a lot of investment. She does well with her money. She's doing good things for herself and her family, which is great. You can't take your money with you. You might as well spend it when while you have it. She did shout out Mac Miller. She said that um, her, Mac Miller's family told her that if any other album won beside his, they wanted it to be hers. They also told Pusha T, Travis Scott, and Nipsey Hussle the same thing. Right. (laughs) But I will speak to another artist that kind of gave Cardi some recognition, and that was Pusha T on Twitter. He talked about congratulations to her on winning. Um, Why not? He said, dude, victory lap. Did you listen to that album? Nip's coming up. I mean, Nip's always been a good rapper, but that was was obviously his best album. To me, okay, the order would have been been as follows. Uh, Nipsey Hussle's victory lap. I want to I want to give the edge to Astro World just because it did have a bit more of a cultural impact. The visuals too. Yes. Then Pusha T's album, then Swimming, then Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy. No disrespect to Mac Miller, um, but you know, There's a lot I, of singing. I spoke on that before, yeah. where it's still not one of my favorite albums of his. Uh, I you know though, congratulations to Cardi B. I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it, and her come up is has been. Astronomical and insane. I mean, three years ago she was stripping. Yeah, and not to say it's a bad profession. And she was a reality star before right. that, and she was on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, that's a pretty big glow up. I remember, <clears throat> I remember when they interviewed her on uh, Breakfast Club, and she had the uh, mixtape cover of her, you know, getting eaten out mm-hmm. on the front of it, and she's like licking the lollipop or whatever. 
And I just remember them talking to her about her music, and nobody really cared back then. And then out of nowhere, yep. she comes out with the Bodak Yellow remix, and then out. Now she wins a Grammy. Pusha T pretty much said, "Hey, congratulations." He said this. He said he 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 stood his ground because he felt that he had the best album of the year, and he said. Like speaking to his fans, like don't take it personally. This no. this award show is not for us, and I don't think by by us he means hip hop fans and a hardcore hip hop album yes. like Victory Lap and like Daytona. Like I I would be very surprised if they get it that right. Um, shout out to Casey Musgraves. She's a country singer, um, but she has a very like it's it's a very folk sound. It's not like it's not what you would think I heard of. It's a great country. album. That, it did win album of the year, didn't it? Yeah, it did. But I did um, hear it's a great album from people that are very diehard country fans. Yeah, I was. I've heard her before. She's been around for a while. Uh, she's a very good voice, regardless of how you feel about country music. That's what's up. Uh, producer of the year, non-classical Pharrell Williams. I know you. Uh, why, don't you why don't you talk about how you feel about Pharrell Williams? Say who, something. Hang on. I need say to see, I need to see who was in the uh, running. Well, for non-classical. Uh, Kanye was in it, which honestly I think Kanye should have won with all the seven well, track I was albums gonna he say, put out. He came out with, with like five but albums. Once again, month. once again, it, as soon as they co-sign Kanye and say we're gonna give it to Kanye, it'll be all oh, the Grammys are for Donald Trump, the Grammys are for MAGA. Well, that's a safe pick. Have like twenty-two Grammys already. Yes. To be fair, this is the same man that took the microphone out of. Taylor Swift's hand. They don't want that man talking at the Grammys. That's irritating to me, though. Because, I mean, what did Pharrell produce this year that was... Do you know what would have happened if, if he'd have got up there? Bro. Bro. And bro. 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 I am running for president in 2020. You'd have heard, had to hear all that shit again. And they'd have I played would... him off and he'd have still kept talking. Maybe maybe he's calmed down a little bit, especially after he, uh, he made this clothing line for... Uh, She's a right-wing personality. I forget her name. But he was in charge of a clothing line for her, didn't realize it was political, then said he's taking a break from the political shit. It'd have been, it'd have been cool to see Kanye win. Who, yeah. else was, who else was in the running for that? Just Kanye? I'm not sure. There were a few others. Um, I can't find that list. But I'm okay with Pharrell winning. You know, I don't hate Pharrell, but it's let's just... See. Let's see what he, he did... Um... He did Culture Tree. He, he, he did, did Stir Fry, which is a great record. Uh, he did a lot of Justin Timberlake's wait, wait, wait. But Man which of the Woods. songs on Man of, Man of the Woods? Midnight Summer Jam, Man of the Woods, Higher Higher, Wave, Supplies, Flannel, Montana, Breeze Off the Pond, Living Off the Land. He did a song for Camila Cabello. He did uh, two songs. He did Ape Shit for the Carters. I didn't know that. That was a good song. He did about okay. six songs off of Sweetener. He did right, Skeletons on Astro World. Okay, buddy. All right. Okay. Yeah. You can have that one. Yeah. Fine. So you want to say something bad about Pharrell? No. I'm okay, you don't want the button? No. I'm okay. <laughs> so he won that best music video we talked about, uh, Childish Gambino. I feel like a talk show host yeah. after I get done with my paper. <laughs> Is it was it Conan that did that? Yeah. Shout out to Conan. <laughs> best score soundtrack for visual media was Black Panther. I think that was deserved because what it was a good Was the Spider Man one in the running? I don't think so because I think some of that stuff came out in 2019. It there's came a, out in December. There's a date cutoff for the right. Grammys. That sucks because that definitely should have won. Yeah. Um, Maybe it'll be in the running for next year. I hope so. So I don't know if Kendrick technically would get a Grammy from that because, you know, Young Thug got a Grammy for the... I feel like he'd just get the one for King's Day. Right. But I don't know. Now, now we're going to talk about a real artist in Grammy wins. Best traditional pop vocal album was My Way, Willie Nelson. 
Oh. Shout, Willie Nelson wins Grammys every year. Yeah. And you don't hear about it because they don't televise it. Just for being Willie Nelson. Yeah. That's all the notable uh, Grammy winners. Uh, the performances were pretty good. The only one I kind of was just displeased with was the Motown. Uh, the rest of them, though, were pretty good. Post Malone's was good. Um, Travis Scott was all this right. This was the least offensive Grammys, I think, overall. Yes. Do you remember last year... Um, they did one of the. It was Tribe Called Quest came out. They did a ward tour. Um, they did a whole thing about like in protest of Donald Trump, and they had a bunch of immigrants come through, and it was pretty cool. Anderson Pack played the drums. Um, that was a real political Grammys last year, and mm-hmm. they kind of stayed away from that. And I don't know if I, I don't really have a opinion on whether the Grammys should be political or not. The I don't know. I I, I feel like I want to say no. I think there's a good time for it. Sure. Like this, when the Grammys last year was right around the whole like, travel ban and the the Muslim quote Muslim ban, and we're still here, right? Busta Rhymes came out with a, with Tribe Called Quest. I thought it was a cool performance, mainly because those are three artists that I really really like and enjoy: is Tribe Called Quest, Anderson Pack, and Busta Rhymes. Sure. Um, and Busta Rhymes came out and called Donald Trump Agent Orange. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I, I think I agree with you. There's there are there's a time and place for to address certain situations and maybe it was just I think the twenty one savage stuff should this be addressed. Thank you. It is a knife twenty one. And it was a knife that was stabbed in your back I by think, ICE agents. I think that we're, there's gonna be a lot more talk. I think twenty one savage may have found his I don't wanna say his thing, but I, there's there's artists and Actors like Ashton Kutcher is big into human trafficking. We talked not into traf- human trafficking, but into <laughs> human so trafficking awareness. Um, yes, he he speaks out against he speaks out actively against human trafficking. Uh, obviously, a lot, a lot of, of rappers are talking about police brutality, yeah, but I think Twenty One Savage, yeah, Twenty One Savage has kind of found a a way. I think now that he's going to help people. Oi, it's yeah. bollocks that you guys don't give me my citizenship. Oi, give me my citizenship. While we're, while we're talking about that. It's a butter knife. <laughs> I like Demi Lovato. I think she's a good artist. But oh. I think she got a bad rap for the what she said about the memes. I don't, Everybody she, just kept saying she was on heroin after I know, she it, did that. That's wrong. She went back on heroin and deleted her Twitter. Look, I'm sorry. That was fucking... Look, no, comedy... do that. We t- we've spoken so many times about comedy. Yes. No one's making light of the situation, but the what was she doing that was any different than what you or I were doing? Nothing. You know what a lot of other celebrities yeah. were doing. It's not. Come on. No one's saying, "Oh, we're happy." No celebrity saying we're happy. Twenty One Savage is in jail. Was, uh, it's just let her. Ha- All she did was try and have a human moment where she's like, "The only good thing coming out of the Super Bowl is Twenty One Savage memes." Um, I do want to talk about two things that happened. Um, and I'll be honest, I didn't finish the Grammys because this pissed me off so bad I turned it off. Um, they got to the in memoriam part where they talk about rappers. And last year I was sitting on the edge they of my seat. They didn't mention X? Nope, we'll get to that. But last year I was sitting on the edge of my seat because I'm thinking to myself, are they going to honor Peep or are they going to blow right past him? And they did. He was up there. They had his full name. It was, it was cool. He had a good little two or three seconds up on the screen. Um, what really kind of made me upset was... I had read an article that the Grammys asked Mac Miller's family to come to the Grammys. Obviously, they got an invite because of his nomination. Exactly. But they made it a point after his death to invite him, and he didn't win. 
then they put his little they put his in memoriam thing up and it was up there for maybe a second while they're playing some country music song of some obscure country artist yeah. over it. I thought that was kind of disrespectful. Sure. I mean, I, I get it's hard to honor all those people because that, that, that obscure country artist may have had some fans nowhere close to the amount of fans that Mac Miller had. Hmm. I just I think that's kind of shitty to invite this man's family out there, make it a point to bring him out there, not win, and then honor him for a second. Yeah. When they had whole concerts and festivals dedicated to this man. Yeah. Second of all, they didn't mention X. But they put him after there was outcry about, hey, you should have put him on there. You've had several other artists that you've honored that have had allegations. The Grammys' first statement was they wanted to distance themselves from the allegations, which is fine. But take a stand and stay there. After people were upset, guess whose name was put in the in-memoriam thing on the Grammys' website? X. Yeah. I think it's kind of fucked up. That's a really good way for them to have their cake and eat it, too. Yep. You know, they got away with not doing it when everybody was watching. Then they put it on the website that nobody's going to look at. Yeah. So, it's fucked up. However, we, in this time of, uh, of the Me Too movement, of the fact that, you know, always against domestic violence... It's uh, it's understandable why he was not put on there, and I think I would have a hard time arguing to the to people like that who are so business oriented, why twenty one or why X should have been put up there. Uh, however, as fans of X and of his music and the fact that he has a child, a newborn child, it would have been cool to see uh, his name up there. And, exactly. And shout out to Gekum who was born. Um, and best of luck to his family, and uh, I hope that we get to see his son grow up in front of our eyes. My biggest thing is, okay, so you made it, you took a stand. Are you going to continue to, I don't want to say blackball, but are you going to continue to not include other artists who have had allegations? If this Michael Jackson documentary is as big as it seems to be, are you going to have a Michael Jackson tribute in a few years? If R. Kelly were to have died this year, Did you hear I can about see, R. Kelly? What do you mean? Oh, my God. I'm sorry to cut you off. There are supposedly there's another tape of him having sex with an underage girl that's going oh, to get him indicted. Tapes. No, but this one is going to get him indicted in Illinois. Well, he better head best on. Best of luck to that legal team. Yeah, best of luck. Actually, fuck you. And I hope that he. No, I mean gets the. Arrested. I mean the other legal team. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. The, the, the prosecutors. Hell yeah! Good luck to the prosecutors. Put that perv away. But what I'm saying is, if R. Kelly died this year, yes, obviously don't include R. Kelly. Right. There's a lot of proof to go to that, and I don't want to. We we talk about X and the allegations. I yeah. I, I don't. I think they did the wrong thing. Yeah, uh, I think I understand it. That's all. I because can say. they they didn't have to put XXX Tentacion when Peep died. They just put Gustav. I don't remember. Right. How, yeah. yeah, they could have put Jose, Jose. Dwayne Onfroy and left right. it at that and sure. given him his his one second because. Yeah. He had about one second of fame. The man was there and gone. Yeah. Like, just give him a little credit than a website that and no one's going to And he had such an impact for that time, you know? Mm. Exactly. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Soldier Boy and his impact on uh, hip-hop as far as the social media era mm. and just his influence and how he's put other rappers on and got to the point where he is today. For sure. 
Welcome back, everybody. Part two, I guess. <laughs> Soldier boy. Great. Great. So he blasted himself back to the forefront of social media conversation and radio conversation with his Breakfast Club interview. Um, Ariana Grande plagiarized him on Seven Rings. Okay. So did Drake with was Haddon and mm-hmm. did you see uh, Charlemagne's reaction? I don't. I think I, I had heard that before because I watched. There's a video on YouTube of all the people Drake has copped and right. bit off of, yeah. and that was one of them. And I knew that one. Yeah, but I, I honestly, and you you criticized Charlemagne. I used to whatever. Mm-hmm. He's he honestly seemed like holy shit. I didn't. I never mm-hmm. noticed that until right now. Right. Right. Um. So that brought him up, kind of back to being talked about. About two years ago, he was all over social media because he was trolling Migos and trolling Chris Brown, wanting to fight Chris Brown and fuck boxing ring. Fuck Migos. Pull out yeah. a block with the Draco. Yeah. Stop it. Get some help. Now, he did come out and say he had mental health issues, which obviously that's not a joke. We're not trying to make light of that, but it seems to me that that could have really been an excuse. With all due respect, if he'd cut back on the drugs, he'd probably be a smidge more sane. Yeah, and if 6 9 would have been as popular as he was recently, two years ago, I think the whole Migos beef and the Chris Brown beef would have just been chalked up to trolling. But they're really, like, trolling wasn't really a term back then. Also, he did get a gun charge from that. Yes. Let's not forget that. So There was the video of him going into the hood and saying, Soldier, who says LJ from the hood? Shut the fuck up, Donnie. <laughs> Listen, oh. obviously Soldier Boy is oh, influential. Soldier. Shout out to the big Lebowski. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Soldier Boy mainly for the fact that uh, I was watching uh, ASAP Rocky interview, and this was not recent, but um, they said, "How do you feel when people say that you were one of the first uh, hip hop artist to capitalize on social media to push your platform, and he goes, "I don't agree with that at all. I think Soldier Boy was one of the first. Soldier Boy was clickbaiting people on LimeWire to download his songs, mislabeling them, Fifty Cent, labeling him Fifty Cents in the club. You know, getting getting people to download his music and listen to it. He was the first one to come up with a really viral." Uh, song and dance combination. At 16 years old. At 16 years old. What? Which, by the way, that's kind of genius. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I don't want to use that word loosely, but the fact that Soldier Boy did that. Who's one of, one of the biggest when it came to like the ringtone market? Oh yeah, him. Ludacris was big into ringtones. Right. Um, but that. Lil Wayne was big into ringtones. But that song in particular, just Soldier Boy, I've been. How, I knew so many people at school that when their phone rang, that song came on. Well, to be fair, it was so polarizing because of the 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 video, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the clothes. The clothes were pretty wild. Even back then, like that was a trend that was starting to yeah. kind of go out. Right. But he was still rocking it. Um, and if you guys don't know, it's like super bad. It was super baggy. Just yeah, like the he had the glasses. Shorts. And I'll be honest, I bought a pair of white Oakleys, not because T Pain wore them in the rapper turns sang a pick uh, album cover. It was because Soldier Boy had them big white glasses with Soldier Boy written on. Yeah. So this is kind of what happened with Soldier Boy. If you listen to his music now, is is terrible. It's uh, I mean honestly awful. He had the he had that song that came out recently that was kind of big. 
I forgot the name of it. But this is what this is kind of the conversation which Drake has done a whole lot better with it. But Drake came out with a huge album out the gate. Take care. Obviously, we know about the controversy with the weekend. But with Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy being so young, he came out with this. He came out with Crank That Huge. Then he came out with so uh, the Pretty Boy Swag song. He had Kiss Me Through the Phone. Uh, Speakers Going Hammer was a big one. He came out with a bunch of like really, really big hits at a young age. Which all were mainly on YouTube. Yeah. Like I remember the views just being crazy. I remember playing... uh, Currently this this, uh, article that I've got some info from says, let's see, it says that he sits right now at 376 million views. Which, Which now relative seem, is not a lot. Now does not seem like right. a lot, but the majority of those came from pre two thousand ten. Yeah, which is crazy. So, which means pretty much everybody on YouTube was watching. And he's twenty eight years old now, which makes me feel old, knowing now that he was sixteen when Crank Dad came out. And we were probably twelve. Yeah. Apparently, at fifteen, he uploaded his first video clip to YouTube. Um, and that's sort of what started getting him a a small following. Um, I mean, in, in 2006, I think it's 2005. Back then, I really wasn't on the internet, so to have to build a following of a 15 year old rapper, that's that's a pretty big achievement. Do you remember his his album? Was it called I Soldier Boy Tell dot com? Yeah, he was throwing like dot com in his name, and then you look at so many rappers now who who have all these like these names that basically just sound like they they are like Call of Duty. Name tags that you would have yeah, seen, like on like Xbox gamer tags. Yeah, they sound like gamer tags. I mean, I mean, there's so much that Soldier Boy did that is that is being done now, but not even done to to the level that he did it at. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't even think some people have it without streaming. Soldier Boy was a hit. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, Soldier Boy was in our uh, streaming was in its infancy. Other than you know. Streaming videos on YouTube, and even then, uh, YouTube was still fairly new, and uh, nobody really knew where this was going. But it seems like he really just had this idea that if he got big on the internet, he'd always be big. And for the most part, that was pretty true. And he still has a a big cult, a decently big cult following. He's a lot like Lil B in the fact where I don't think Lil B is the best rapper ever. I I think, I don't want to say he's trash. Lil B's a cultural phenomenon. Thank you, Bass God. So is Soldier Boy. But not in the same level. Thank you, Bass God. Who's who's on the higher level? Bass God. Okay. Bass God, fuck my bitch, please. Oh my God. Wonton soup. These are classics. These are classics. <laughs> I did. I'm not a big Lil B fan. To be, I, no, I'm but not, he I'm has not like taking a, away from his influence. But they're he similar. He has a meme status. I Soldier think Soldier Boy kind of does too. Everything is a meme now, though. True. Takashi Six Nine is a meme. Him sitting in a courtroom. <laughs> Y'all ever notice how Twenty One Savage looks British? <laughs> <laughs> Look. I think he's he's looking down the barrel of thirty two years and he's like ah yeah fuck it I'll snitch. Uh, there goes sure. my there goes my fifty cent cosign. But I have no qualms with him snitching. By the way, uh, not to change the subject, but just a brief little pit stop in the Takashi Six Nine trials. Tell me I'm getting thirty two years. Tell me and watch how I sing like a canary. <laughs> oh, the co-defendants. Oh, my God. oh God. 
No, God, please, no, no, no. That's what they said when the cops no! came in and said, hey, bro, Takashi, roll him. <laughs> I'm on a mission to mix in all 16 of these tonight. We're pretty close. Yeah, we're missing a few, but uh, I, we won't push the envelope. Another thing uh, Soldier Boy did uh, was he, he gave rappers a chance to... To shine, he did it with Chief Keef. He did it with Riff Raff. Who's the one he talked about? Riff Raff is the biggest example yeah. I think of that. Well, then there was a bigger one. Who's the the one he was talking about in the Breakfast Club interview that he was staying over at his house? Famous. Oh, Dex. Famous Dex. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, that one it didn't feel as direct. I mean, honestly, Riff Raff was really starting to pop on World Star when he got Chief Keef. That yeah, Chief but Keef Riff song. Raff's a a meme though no no Riff Raff is a meme but what I'm saying is his music videos were not hitting that four or five six million range right. until he was co-signed he was on uh, Soldier Boy's uh, record label don't don't Soldier Boy and uh, I mean uh, Riff Raff and Chief Keef have a song cause yeah, my gear yeah, yeah. Cause my, that's a great that is song. a good cause song cause my gear um, obviously Soldier Boy is is influential in the the rap industry um I think he's got a little bit of a Kanye complex. I think he thinks he's done more than he really has because, I mean, let's be honest, the people that he's put on have not been, I mean, obviously, they were, Famous Dex. They were hot in the moment. Famous Dex is... He's bubbling. Well, yeah, he's a well-established trap artist. But we'll, we, I want to argue that Famous Dex is... Uh, Rich the Kid did more for Famous Dex than uh, Soldier Boy. But there's other, there's more artists that have brought up other artists that have done more for hip hop than I think Soldier Boy has. Yeah, sure. I think Soldier Boy used a tool to build himself up. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked about it before when we we touched on the the Breakfast Club interview a little bit. He sort of did what Obama did with social media. It was sort of a new territory to promote yourself. Soldier Boy, the Obama of hip hop. <laughs> I don't know about all that. But what they did was was similar. No presidential candidate had really used social media. I mean, it was relatively new. Until I walked in. Some some presidents use social media too much. Remember my tweet? Which build one? Build the wall. Which one? Build the wall. We're going to build it high. We're going to build it wide. Hmm. Apparently, uh, so we're going to wrap up the Soldier Boy thing here in just a second, but to talk with your little Trump voice, did you hear about the Ted Cruz uh, bill that he prom- or he, he suggested? No. He suggested a bill in Congress, which if you don't know, Ted Cruz is the senator that ran for... He's the Zodiac killer. If he he looks like him a little bit. He looks like uh, Kevin from The Office with hair. Um, anyway. Zodiac is- killer was never caught, and it was a meme that he's a Zodiac killer, but he is. This is the same man that on his public like government ran Twitter. He liked some like amateur porn. Anyway, he congratulations. You played yourself. So, with that being said, he he or he proposed a bill. El Chapo apparently in his trial got ordered to pay back this like egregious amount of money. It's fucking insane how much money it is. But Ted Cruz is saying, let's pass this bill where El Chapo pays his reparations and restitution by giving Trump the money he needs for the wall. Which would save a lot of grief. No more threat of government shutdown, which is that's ended. But that's, no, that might be coming back on. No, did you hear what he what stunt he's pulling now? No. Now he's going to try to declare a state of emergency along the border to get funds to build the wall. Oh, okay. Yeah. You just you fucking snake. 
Swir- swirling around the system. Yep. So that's kind of interesting. Um, yeah. Back to Soldier Boy. I don't have much more to say about. D- so do Draco, you think he's Draco. not? So do you think he's not that? He's not a legend. And no, 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 I'm not saying that. He paved the way for artists so like Twenty One Savage. He, look, you have to say it, Jake. You don't have to say it. You have to say it. No, he's a legend. Say it. No, you don't have to say it. That's that, like saying my little fun fact. Like Shakespeare's the legend of hip hop. He paved the way for hip hop. We don't know that to be a fact. Lil Pump and all these blow up overnight rappers. Yeah, they're they're doing it based off of social media. Could we say it was luck then? For Maybe he was just the first one to do it. Who I think for somebody to be as calculated as he was. For somebody to be as a meme as he was. He beefed with Ice T. Do you remember that? Yes. And then it was a boondocks bit. I mean, come on, dude. Like, Takashi would not. I'm sure Takashi would exist because the internet has become more outlandish than it was before. I mean, to the point where it's kind of like you can't even be a real human being on the internet no. anymore. It's a terrible place. So, it's a great, horrible cesspool that I visit every day. Um. Yeah. So, Soldier Boy really started that beefing with the old heads. He put all his music online. He was on there. He was SoundCloud before SoundCloud came out. He co-signed people that, while are not big artists today, still uh, made waves and were equally as viral. You know, Riff Raff had his viral moments. Chief Keef, the drill movement. One of the Mike one Mike. of arguably one of uh, the most historical movements in hip hop and the precursor to modern trap. So uh, I would say that Soldier Boy is the godfather of a lot when it comes to modern day hip hop. To me, it's like trying to decide who was more influential in electricity, Edison or Tesla. Edison got all the credit, so he's like Drake, and then Tesla is more like. Uh, Drake's writers. <laughs> All I'm saying is, okay, he was a pioneer in the fact that he did it first. Sure, but I think there's other Here, okay. entities that Here's have an example. done it better. I want to go back to that Tesla and Edison example. Okay, so let's just say that uh, Soldier Boy's Tesla and Edison would be somebody like Odd Future. Okay. Both uh, internet sensations, however, think about the people that came out of Odd Future versus the people that came out of Soldier Boy's label. So out of Odd Future, you have Frank, Frank Ocean, Toddler the Creator, Sid, Earl, uh, Earl Sweatshirt. Damo's making waves right now. He's had a few. Damo's had out. a couple hits. So that's already five people that you could name that are still in the modern soundscape. Right. So... You're you're right. So there are people that have done it and have done it better, but Soldier Boy, one of the first, and he deserves his just due. And next time you think about crank that Soldier Boy, you gotta give the boys credit. I mean, to be fair, he did give us the best meme of hip hop in 2019. Right. I think. <laughs> right. I mean, he's cute. He's kind of funny in the fact that he could like think up all the stuff he was saying just like that. Like, oh yeah, the, the guy who hid his world but went to hide the world from his kid, Drake. <laughs> Drake. He uh, he's very good, at, and also you can tell he's not taking it extra serious. 
Right. I, Which I like that, too, because it's not getting violent. I mean, him and Famous X even... Did you see them when they were fighting on FaceTime? Yeah. And Famous X couldn't stop laughing. He He's doing just crazy shit to, to be on the internet. He's about to... Apparently, this fight between him and Jake Paul, this boxing match, is going to happen for $10 million. Legit. Legit. I can't wait. Jake Paul will knock his ass out. By yeah. The way. I'm just being honest. Like, I don't like Jake Paul... I don't but like if that if that happens, Soldier Boy really uh, first of all he needs to bulk up. He needs to cut back on the lean. Yeah, and he needs to lower the weed smoking, and then maybe he'd have a chance. Nah, but Jake Paul does cocaine. Yeah, I don't like either of the Pauls. <laughs> Which is the one that was hanging out with Riley Reed? I definitely don't like him. Maybe that was Logan, I don't the older know. one. I don't know. That's the guy in the suit. I don't, I don't like Lil Pump now either because he was hanging out with Riley Reed. <sighs> Why you, what's wrong with Riley Reed? Nothing's wrong with Riley Reed. I just don't want other dudes hanging out with her. In my mind, I'm the only dude Riley Reed's got. I'm serious. That's a goddess. <laughs> Give me something. Do I need this one? Or Stop it. Get some help. Look, Riley Reed's a goddess. That's all I'm going to say about that. Shut up to Riley Reed. <laughs> Maybe I need to get some face tats. And write a song called Riley Reed and it'd blow up like the Mia Khalifa song and I'll get my Soldier Boy five minutes. Dude. I'm just my mind's going to a different place now and I can't say half the thing I'm thinking. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Riley Reed. We're big fans of you. If you ever want to come on the podcast, <laughs> we'd be more than Speaking happy. Speaking of celebrities you. on podcasts, when is the Kanye Joe Rogan podcast supposed to happen? I don't fucking know. That's and gonna it be awesome. Me insane. It's gonna happen though. I know it will. He's mentioned it a couple more times. Um, that'll be a moment. Yes, it will. Now that we're off on tangent, speaking of Kanye West, let's just move into our uh, segment of what you're rocking. If we're gonna talk about the fashion industry, let's do Am it. I venturing into the fashion industry? <laughs> Do you see this cup? That is one of my favorite Kanye moments, aside from the the one where he talks about. Uh, they, they made a little meme of it, but he said, Paparazzi, the way paparazzi treats me and my family is disrespectful. And that guy is outside of his garage, and he said, good morning, Kanye. And Kanye <laughs> says, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, no, let's talk about fashion a little bit. Um, so, have you picked up any new clothes lately? No, dude, I'm uh, poor with a capital P. Um, so I have not picked up anything new though. I did see a couple of new drops. I was trying to pull them up. Did you see the 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 clay colorway of the Yeezys? Look that no. up real quick. They are nasty. I was just looking at this off white jogger, and I'm kind of loving it. Those are cool. Those are pretty sick. Four hundred and six dollars. The uh, never the Air Max ninety nines or whatever they are that they just dropped the the off white collab. They sold out really quick. The Travis Scott one sold out in like 30 seconds the night of the Grammys. Those are... Oh, this... Are those not I sweet? think this was an older color that just is now... Apparently, they it, it just got put out uh, on like a first look. And mm, it, okay. it's rumored to be a, an actual colorway. But if you've seen the picture of Kanye's closet, there's like hey, a million colors of music. Hey, stuff. Kanye, please come out with a new shoe. Please. You, do you not like the shoe. Desert Rats or the Wayrunners? I like both. They're, they're just fine. They're they're, just, they were too limited of a release. I can't get my it's hands not on even, them. Well, no, you can go on StockX now and get them for not crazy price, like a little over three hundred. Um, but I'm just, can we just get something else besides the three fifty? Like I'm fatigued. 
I'm fatigued with the 350. I, I like I, the uh, the laceless basketball shoes that he um, previewed that he wore. Those have not had any rumors of release dates, right. but they're pretty wild looking. These these came out today. Apparently, this is a shoe that um, from an LA based artist and designer named Nathan Bell, and it's the Nike the Zoom Flies. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like a pink colorway, really cool shoe. I'm fucking with those. Yeah, I, th- I I'm kind of irritated with Nike and all the little stuff they're doing, like all these orange accents. I think they're just kind of copping what Virgil was doing with Off White. They're yeah. putting all these little orange accents. If you go back to that picture you were looking at on mm-hmm. the sole, they had little like black writing, like they're doing yeah. Off. All right, you you could stop with that. No, um, speaking of Nike, Travis Scott's 33, Jordan 33 dropped. I'm those not are, a fan. I like them. But dude, they look like something that you'd see at Ross. It to me, it looks like a. It's a very casual shoe. And shout out to Wade again, dude. I can't believe you fucking bought him, but he buys. He gets all the new shit. Um, but I mean, if you look at them, man, like they're very unremarkable. They kind of look like a uh, Steph Curry shoe. It looks like it, they they'd be good with a nice like pair of khakis. Let me show you something. If it didn't have like this right here. And the tongue, that Cactus Jack tongue. Yeah. I don't think anybody would give a shit about it, and I don't think anybody would buy it. I mean, I'm I'm not really rocking with Nike too much here lately. There's a few shoes all like I've right now. I've got on a pair of like Air Force Ones, the Olive. They came out with North with a pair of Northern Lights. I forgot the name of those. They were really cool, very limited. Those are hideous with a capital H. I'm yeah. I'm I've already put up notified for notifications. Are you serious? Yes, you want I, them? I want one because I I have a feeling that they're gonna take off. I think they're just doing a black colorway now to see I saw them on um what we're talking about since you can't see is yeah. the up tempo 720 so what it is is a, it's an Air Max 720 lower with the up tempo uppers mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know up tempo was Scotty Pippen shoe right. they've done a lot with that they did a North Carolina version they did a Atlanta version um, I have a pair of the Carolina version those are kind of cool but see, I don't. If if I get them, I don't know. If if you're not familiar with the sneakers app, sneakers is a Nike Run app, and they drop all their exclusive drops through that. And what it is, it's like a lottery. So you you get a notification when the shoes drop. You enter the lottery, and if your number is drawn, you get the opportunity to buy the I shoes. I promise you, you'll get those. No, those are gonna sell out in a hot minute. I promise you, you're gonna get them. Uh, those will come out quick. What do you think about the new 720 Air Maxes? I, I, like, I like them a lot. I like them. I think that there's uh, there's some colorways that look good, some that don't. So it's it's going to take some getting used to. Nike's just trying to revitalize some of their older shoes and make them look more modern, which is fine. Yeah, I, I really want... Which the Travis Scott ones... Did they sell out? Yes, in like 30 seconds. Apparently they released the night of the Grammys. Those, those the 33s? I don't know about the 33s. They're sold out. They are so Yeah, which it's a hype beast shoe. Sure. Even if it, it I mean, honestly, when Kanye's shoes came out, they were hideous. Most people thought they were ugly, but people bought them because, like us and others, they're hype beasts, sure. and people just bought them because they're Kanye. Um, another sh- another shoe that came out that was really cool was it's only in women's though. It was an Air Jordan One. Uh, the colorway is called Blue Chill. It's got patent leather and it's navy blue with uh, powder UNC blue Did you accents. See- did you see this Paris Saint Germain Jordan One? Mm-mm. Beautiful shoe. Yeah, it is. Very basic. The only thing I—that's my biggest complaint with the new Up Tempo Seven Twenties—is all black shoes can look cheap to me. Like 
That's interesting. I've never. Th- I I like black shoes though. So. Well, the thing is, like, when I buy a shoe, like, I want stuff to stand out. Like, I want people to know. Like, if I wanted to just wear shoes and no one notice, I'd wear. So you sure? Some, I'm some wearing some hokas right now. <laughs> some right. hoka. Ones. I didn't even notice. Exactly. That's why I I like to wear stuff that, and not just. It's not so much as oh, he's got Yeezys on. He must be rich. It's not that. I just there's aspects about the Yeezy that I think are beautiful, and sure. there's I, I buy clothes because there's things I see in them. The fact that this shoe is going for three hundred right now, the, for, it's hype beast. The three hundred. This is the Travis Scott, the Jordan thirty three. When I look at it closer, I will say I like the stitching on the side. I like that lead. The that sort. Of, I don't know what material. It'd be is. a good like business casual. Like you could wear that to like a rehearsal dinner for a wedding with some khakis. Maybe. That's an... I mean, I'd appreciate them, I guess. Like, if you had, like, a green button-up shirt with some, like, sure. nice jeans or khakis. Sure. But you don't have to spend money to, like, find clothes that you look nice. You, you were talking about your poor, the capital P. Right. I bought two super dope shirts the other day for under $12 in games. Oh, Goodwill, Ross, Marshalls, those are the spots right now for me. So. I don't fuck with Goodwill because they don't really give money to the people that they t- say they give money for. Here in Greenville, we have something called Miracle Hill. If you live mm-hmm. in Greenville, check them out. They actually do things with the money that they earn. Um, but I found a champion shirt at Gabe's for like $6. Sure. Like a, a lime green. It matches some NMDs that I have. Yeah. Uh, just a real subtle the C on the, the sleeve. Uh, some more Carhartt pocket tees. I have like six of those now. Comfy as shit. So since this is the what you rocking segment, what what you rocking? I'm in an I'm I was getting ready to go to the gym. I'll be honest. Um, I've been having some knee problems because I'm 23 and you know I'm getting up there in age. 23 uh, and knee. 23. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> 23. Shit. So I'm wearing I'm wearing Hoka ones. Uh, for people that people that run, maybe you'll you've heard of them. But somebody actually was telling me about them today. They go, "You're walking like you got like you're walking like you're on trampolines." And there's so much support in this shoe that if you need something for like if you're more of a runner or if you're just you know going to the gym, I'd highly recommend the Hoka's over even an Adidas or a Nike just for support. Um, but. I, that being said, I still wear my 350s to the gym, so you know mm, I'll run those. any of them on, on a given day. Mm. What are you wearing today? Uh, some Levi's. Uh, I've already talked about the the olive uh, Air Force ones I'm wearing. I fuck with those. They're kind of like meme shoes. I could put up a little picture saying like when you have uh, when you gotta like go to Iraq at three, but you're balling at seven. Like they look like military combat boots, but they're super comfortable. I have a pair of older Air Force ones, and they're like wearing bricks. These, when I tried them on, they're really comfortable. They're the the style of Air Force Ones that zip up from the back, so you don't really have to tie the laces. You just unzip the back, slide your foot in, zip them up. Um, pretty cool. I'm wearing a Chaps Ralph Lauren shirt. Shut up. It's not Ralph, though. <laughs> um, I came from work, so I have to dress like somewhat yeah. classy. So yeah, I wear, khaki, a- I wear khaki pants and... and- golf shirts all day i i i want to run home just to change out of that shit because i just don't want to be in that something about clothing also it uh it is to me it's heavily associated with your mind frame yeah so if i keep on my business clothes i'm still relatively professional whereas when i get home i want to relax so i'll throw on like my shorts when i'm hanging out with you normally i got the supreme hat on i got i got a no jumper hoodie you know I always just dress for the persona. 
You know, that's the cool and, thing and about clothes. Clothing is made to to make the people that are wearing it feel good. Sure. Me and my grandmother were actually talking about this today. She was talking, were, were in close vicinity to Bob Jones, and she was talking about how Bob Jones has changed a lot of their rules as far as their dress code. And I told her, I said, well, I said, you got to think about it. I said, you, you, you've opened yourself to a new door of potential students that maybe would have said, I'm not going to Bob Jones because I have to wear dress pants to class. Or I'm not going to Bob Jones because if I live on campus, I can't wear pants. I have to wear a skirt or dress. Mm-hmm. To me... I would be in a better position to learn if I'm in a classroom and I feel comfortable. Sure. If I'm in a classroom and I'm having to wear a, a, a tie and, and slacks, I'm going to be irritated that I'm... Ha- and think, think of your time to get ready. You went, you, were, you went to like an actual four-year school and went to right. college. I had that to time, wear... Every Wednesday, I had to wear a suit. That extra time sleeping in is important. Sure. You don't want to get up and have to, to look 100%. Bro, I had... To, when I was pledging Pi Kappa Alpha, shout out... Um, I was in for a solid month. Um, <laughs> and then I left. Um, but when I was pledging, um, we had to dress up every Wednesday. And if you weren't dressed up, you know, people give you shit. Um, that's all I'll say on that. Um, but, you know, we had to wear a shooting tie. And, and I will say the only thing it did was it set you apart when you're on a campus where everybody kind of dressed casual. Right. But when you all have to dress the same, it's kind of soul-sucking and it sucks. Right. And it, you, you, it's all kind of uniform. Like, we, we had to wear a uniform at uh, the charter school that we went to for high school. Yeah. And you, they charge us $5 to dress down on Fridays. That's a that's a genius move because I, we I, all paid, did it. It. I paid it. I just paid it just to, it to wear times. something different. $5 to wear a T-shirt. And I think part of that, it, I don't know, it... I, the way I view it, I would rather be comfortable in the classroom. I'd rather have students that are there to learn and not worried about, man, I'm pissed off because i got to wear a tie. I wish I could run a company where you could wear shorts. I just awesome. love like shorts, Google. dude. It's something. I just love shorts, and I don't understand why my job is is so much better when I'm in fucking pants. Should have stuck to the country club. Dude. And you wear shorts at the country club? Bunch of love living. I'll be back in the summer if you guys want to come see me. Actually, don't do that. Don't come see me. I don't. I may come see you. I haven't played you that course yet. It. Yeah, you got you got the you got the plug. All right. Last. Um, last any more thing. fashion? No, no more fashion. Um, I love you guys. Tell us what you're wearing. Tell us what you're wearing. Post some khakis. post some pictures at us at HLHPO. Send us some. Send us your best khaki pics. Mm-hmm. And tell me what you're rocking, Jake. Or, or not what you're rocking. What you listening to? What you spinning? What are you rocking to? Well, okay, I see what you did there. Um, uh, there's a we, we may review this. Uh, we we got to talk a little bit more about it. But there's a. Uh, I mean, he's a, a very underground rapper. He used to live in uh, Greenville. He dated yeah. your sister. Sorry about that. Wait, 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 wait! I don't know if they dated. I thought they did. I think they hung out. Okay. Well, Sophie's a listener, so she could clear that up for us uh, in hindsight. Um, his name's Chi. He goes by the pseudonym Ife Nero. Um, we talked about the Sky High Festival. He was the headliner there. Uh, he just put out an album called Abstract Odyssey. Extremely good album. Yeah. The uh, beats on it are great. Another local um, producer. His name is Nine Five. His name he called himself Nine Five because he was born in ninety five. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good album. I've been listening to that. Um, I actually listened to the Ariana Grande Thank You Next album. It's a good album. It's, I don't, it's surprisingly good for a pop album. I'm tired of hearing it everywhere. 
Yeah. Um, for some reason, I just discovered the song "White Dress" by with Travis and uh, Louis B. Wow. I mean, man. I'd heard it before, but like, right. I, yeah, I played it and I was like, "Damn!" I'm Sometimes it hits you different at different times. I listened to 2009 with Wiz Khalifa and Currency. Did you like it? It's a hit and miss. There's some tracks like, "Okay, this is cool." Is it a weed? Is it a Stoner's album? <sighs> Not so much. When it was called 2009, I was like, "Okay, cool." It's gonna. That's be how like, long they've known each other, right? I'm like, "It's gonna be like back to the the whiz we all love." And there's a few tracks where you gotta see like this the Rolling Papers whiz, but other than that, oh, I'm over here playing it for you. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Um, I'll keep talking. About but it, it was okay. It was worth a listen. I definitely will listen to it. I'm I you know since I don't. Um, you know, since I don't, you know, I'm not in the right mind state to you don't enjoy Wiz Khalifa lifestyle. I don't. I'm not in the right mind state to fully embrace Wiz Khalifa's music right now. So it's kind of hard for me to listen to Wiz when I don't have that KK on me. There's um, a there's <laughs> another track I forgot to mention. Proud of you, Earth Gang featuring Young Thug. Fantastic Shout song. Shout out to Earth Gang. They they have a song with Mac Miller called Monday. If you guys haven't listened to it, I've baked it up on this podcast a couple of times. Um, what you spinning over there? James Blake's album Assume Form. Which uh, the biggest song off that is Mile High with Travis Scott, but he also has Where's, Metro the, Where's the Catch with Andre 3000. Yeah, Metro's on there. Um, the the best song on there is Barefoot in the Park featuring Rosalia. Oh my god, dude. This album is amazing. Um, it's definitely, amazing. I hope it'll go in my top. I hope it can make my top 10, uh, at least for the mid year, if not for the whole year. Uh, it will definitely be an honorable mention because it's not technically a rap album, but it kind of is. Um, Rex Orange County, who you may have heard of yes, from um, uh, Flower Boy. Yep, he was on Flower Boy, but he came he's out the, on the intro know. track, right? The first track, I think. I, I should know. I have it on vinyl over there. But uh, I'm so jealous, dude. I didn't it buy it. so good on vinyl. Uh, but he came out with a new song called New House. You guys should check out Juice World dropped Robbery today with the music video. And um, also went back and listened to Process, Samfa's album. Okay. My dad, my, I was in the car with my dad, and I try not to play, you know, you know, the typical hood shit. Um, so I played him, I played him the Sanfa album, and he was just loving it. So we're kind of playing that right now. There's a new uh, jazz album that came out called from Kenichiro Nishihara, and it's called Elastic Afterwards. It's got some uh, some good features on there. It's only it's only ten tracks. It's about it's forty minutes. I would check that out. Um, and then the last thing I was listening to... Oh, uh, Billie Eilish. Yes. Uh, Bury a Friend. I wish that that album was mastered a little bit better. There, Is the whole a, album out? Yeah. Uh, no, I think it's still... Um, wow, it's not coming out until March 29th. The pro, It's kind of like Cherry Bomb in the sense that you really need to listen with headphones. If you listen to it in a car, she's, her voice is going to get washed out. Yeah. If you listen to it just through your phone speaker, it's going to get washed out. But I, I like the, the tracks that were out. Sure. Yeah, the uh, she, the music video uh, for "Bury a Friend" is pretty crazy. I need to I need to check that out. Uh, but yeah, and then aside from that, I've just been listening to a lot of X recently. Yeah, I mean, I I have the X uh, question mark in my car. I listen to it when I don't want to hook my Bluetooth up. I didn't know that you were like still like trying to surf through new jazz. Yeah, right? yeah, so for sure. I, I've I've just been recently getting into like. I, don't, I wouldn't say like I would say classic jazz. Yeah, like Ella Fitzgerald, Miles Davis. Um, if you guys haven't heard of, oh, my it? favorite that I've listened to, I mean Al Green is 
has been one of my favorites for years. That's not just it, but there's an album called Ella and Louise, Ella Fitzgerald and uh, Louis Fitz. I can't even read or talk. <laughs> it's Louis Armstrong and Ella Fitzgerald. Um, I almost said Lance Armstrong, and then I backed up and almost said Neil Armstrong. But it's Ella Fitzgerald and Jesus, dude, I can't get it. Who, my Ella brain Fitzgerald? will not work. It's Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong. That's the last <laughs> time I'm going to say it. Um, they have they had a collab album from 1956. This is pretty cool. You need to listen to Kamaze Washington. If you've not okay. heard of him, he's phenomenal. He did work on um, Kendrick Lamar's album, uh, To Pimp a Butterfly. But there's an album called The Epic. And it's three hours, but the way it's set up is pretty much kind of how um, it's three different albums. So you okay. listen to one through six, one through six, and one through six. They're each different parts, and so it's incredible. Kind of how Jaden Smith set up Sire, where the first like four yeah. tracks were really like its own. Uh, Denzel Curry's Taboo, I would yes. say, is even, even more so. Because um, it's bl- it's blatantly one through six, one through six, one through six. Uh, yeah, so I'm. I've I mean, always he must said, be pretty popular if he's got yes. a, uh, Apple Essentials. Yeah, he's uh, he's made for him. Phenomenal, phenomenal, and he's done run the, run the jewels. With, yep, run the jewels. Kendrick, he's very big. Um, Is it going to be sort of like a Thundercat? In the in the, I mean, not the he's style, definitely but more traditional. As, okay, he's definitely more traditional jazz. Uh, However, he has he's mentioned with Thundercat a lot, and gotcha. I would say main, the main thing would be due to his contributions on To Pimp a Butterfly. One of the best sounding hip-hop albums sonically to date. Classic. As far as the music. That is a classic. Oh, also, finally, Death Grips. Okay. I've been back on Death Grips. I can't get into it. I've tried several times. I just can't do it. If you're like a metalhead and you just have a lot of emotional problems right now, throw on Death Grips and uh, see what happens to your soul. Start out with Ex-Military and work your way through five albums of just pure anger and schizophrenia. Any other records to mention? No, that's it. Let's end it with the good note. Uh, Just tell me something that has happened recently that either uplifted you something you watched something you saw throughout your day I think I think my job is a good example of just a constant good enough where I get to see people come in with all sorts of injuries uh, people who have uh, physical ailments you know could be just you know going coming in in a in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and then leaving walking. and they're walking right and that's that's honestly a feel good feel good moment I can't say any names or say anything too specific because of HIPAA laws, but um, just working in uh, physical therapy field is very. I mean that that's uh, huge because when you have note. when you have a physical limitation that maybe you didn't always have, mm-hmm. it can bring up mental issues with you too. Sure. When I tore uh, like four ligaments in my left ankle, and like for that week that it happened, my room at my parents' house at the time, I was upstairs, mm-hmm. and to go up the stairs, I don't know if you ever had to try to use crutches and go upstairs. It's a bitch. Yeah. It's scary. A, too. It's a bitch. I worked that one in too. <laughs> Shout out, Jesse. Breaking bad. But I had to sit like on my ass and use my hands to pick myself up each stair. And I remember like sitting there on the floor, like, damn, this sucks. Like people that get paralyzed like after they've lived part of their life, 
it's obviously different than like being born paralyzed or being born blind or developing blindness. That's going to bring up other issues. And it really weighed on me for a little while. Obviously it's healed. I'm fine now, but at the time it was, it was rough. I tell everybody who comes in that you're going to be doing, um, you're going to be doing your exercises. When you come in, you're going to be talking to your therapist. However, if you want to get better, you really have to set a goal in your mind that you're actively trying to get better. Otherwise, you're going to continue coming in doing the same workouts day in, day out, and you may never recover. You know, that's another crazy thing, but people learn to adapt, which is something else that's really inspiring. So, yeah, just don't give up on yourself. Always work hard for your goals. Write down your goals and come up with things that are achievable, things that you can measure. Um, I've been kind of going through that myself, trying to get into grad school, which is uh, another thing that's just crazy. My life has been a, a whirlwind of emotions, Jake, but we don't have that much time. But yeah, just Odd. believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. I've gone through stuff too. You know personally what's <laughs> gone on. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really talked about it much on here. Um, but with you talking about your job and, and stuff going on in your life, I'll talk about it too. The uh, Today I did the walkthrough on my old apartment. That's the kind of a burden I've gotten off my chest now. Awesome. I'm in a place that's way nicer. Um I've moved up to a job that's a lot more high stress. So having something that it, like that just is like a it's I don't know what to call it. It was a, not a burden, but it was something that I, I was it was a responsibility. Mm-hmm. Now I've kind of rid myself of that responsibility. I'm out of that apartment. I'm financially done with that, so I won't have any more. You got to pay this. I won't have anything else kind of weighing on me. You guys can't tell this, but the new HLH headquarters is quite an upgrade from where we were. We were in this closet pretty much. And it was it would get so, so hot. hot that Jake and I Jake and I would close the door, and and we wanted to do that because of the sound. But then I just start sweating like a oh. motherfucker, and I'm and like by the time we're like we're like thank you guys we're out, and then we just like run out, open the door, and just be like fuck, I can breathe again. It's it's gone from recording in a corner. <laughs> of a poorly insulated house here in the dogs bark at every damn person that walked by. Oh man, yeah. To the closet, to Jalen's kitchen, to your kitchen, <laughs> to living rooms, to now a room that's dedicated like to music. Like yeah. there's a TV in here, but it's for a monitor. Like there's right. there's no like if you are in this room, it's related to music or mm-hmm. getting shoes out of my lockers that I have all my shoes in. Like yeah. this is there's a record player set up, a old head unit with like vintage speakers that can play off an auxiliary cord. Like this room is for music. Yeah. So hopefully we'll be able to to focus a little more. We have room to actually work. Everything's set up. There's no more traveling with stuff. I think it's so crazy that you mentioned the house because I totally. I mean, for you guys, for you guys that don't know, this has been over two years that we've been doing the podcast, oh, yeah. which is amazing and I'm glad that we've been able to stick with it despite having, you know, personal rough patches. Not like me and me and Jake were never arguing or anything. But you know, just, no, just in our, our in our own lives. lives. Yeah. Like like, you know, Jake was going through some shit, then I'd go through some shit. And and honestly, him like sometimes it's like getting like pulling teeth to get me here, you know, to record just because like by the time you're done with work you're so drained. But um I, I just I just love doing the podcast, and I love doing it with Jake. You know, this is like a passion project of ours. We're not getting paid or anything, and I'm not trying to get emotional. But when Jake mentioned the house, it's just crazy that we <laughs> we 
you know, we went from there to the apartments to my house to Jalen was, you know, was on episodes with us and shout out for listening, Jalen. The J. Cole expert. Yeah, the J. Cole. I'm sure when J. Cole drops an album, we'll try and get him in again, you know. But yeah, it's it's been a great, great time. Great time. And I hope we continue growing. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, follow us at HLHPO on Twitter. Let us know if you guys want to hear anything, uh, any specific reviews. Tell us what you guys are excited for. I will have us. I will have a little bit of review on the Travis Scott uh, Astro World Two leg. I'm going to the final show in March. Uh, it's oh, yeah. the end of March, so we'll definitely have something with that. We may have Tabitha on for a little while to talk about it because she's going with me. Uh, it'll be it'll be a fun concert. Be great. You and I have talked about maybe going to see Earl for yes. the. Uh, I don't, he's not calling it the tour from like it's not named off of some rap song it's, it's another name tour mm-hmm. so if we do that we'll definitely talk about that uh, but some exciting things coming up we'll be able to kind of hit y'all with some more uh, could, consistent content maybe yeah. once every two weeks we'll have something out new episode yeah. so thank you guys we're out <laughs>